Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Glory to God. It's going to be a special year for you. I'm telling you, God is ready. All things are now ready. Hallelujah. And I'm sure you are ready. Praise God. Someone said something I turned into a quote on my page on Instagram. The person said, this year is not even ready for me. Hallelujah. Because you are so ready, this is the year that needs to get ready for you. Glory to God. Amen, amen. So let's start today quickly. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This is the best place to lay the foundation for the year. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and that word was God. It's always good to start with the word. Glory to God. Joshua 1, 8. Are we there, everybody? I want us to read it together. It's on the screen. Let's read one, two, go. Okay, that reading was very tired and slow. Put some enthusiasm. One, two, go. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Hallelujah. That will be your story this year. Glory to God. Second thing we are going to read. We'll come back to this. Please take note. Here they are saying, this book of the law, don't let it depart out of your mouth. You know, that's, that's all you should be saying this year. All right? Never be moved to be, saying, to be saying what's going on in the country or what they are saying in your industry. You see, at every point in time, there are two levels of truth. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? At every point in time, there's a natural reality and there's a spiritual reality. And they are, they are both realities. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? They are both real. The difference is just that the spiritual reality is superior to the physical reality. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I need you to understand this, guys. At every point in time, there are two realities. There's the physical reality you can see, and there's the spiritual reality. And they are both realities. Just the only difference is that the spiritual reality is what? Superior to the physical reality. The Bible said that which is from above is above all. The Bible said the thing that is seen is subject to change. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He said, why we look not at the things which can be seen. Instead, we look at those things which cannot be seen. Because the things which cannot be seen, things which can be seen are subject to change. Is somebody following what I'm saying? So, at every point in time, there are two realities. Guys, you need to get this. At every point in time, there are two realities. So, if you continue speaking your physical reality, that is the reality that enters into you. That is the reality that now controls you. But if you begin to pay attention to your spiritual reality, it has the capacity to change your physical reality. Now, if there's anything in your present physical reality you don't like, it is not a problem. It can be changed. 
it is subject to change. Hallelujah. I can't hear you. I said hallelujah. If there's anything, it can be anything. If you don't like your financial um, state, if you don't like your marital state, if you don't like um, your health, you know, you don't, uh, there's something, if there's any physical reality you don't like, no problem. You just need to know what the spiritual reality is. And here in Joshua 1.8, they are saying, do not speak that physical reality. Instead, speak that spiritual reality. There are always two realities. Glory to God. Say with me, there are always two realities. Okay, we'll come back to that. He said, but go ahead, give me that scripture. <clears throat> I'm still reading this. <clears throat> Excuse me. He said, but thou shall meditate during what? Day and night. I've told you before, day and night doesn't mean morning and evening. Day and night means the whole day, okay? Uh, so they're saying you will basically be meditating or focusing or thinking about your spiritual reality. That's what the word there, the word of God, the word there is the word of God. They're saying, look, your physical reality is this way. Your spiritual reality is this way. They are saying, don't speak the physical reality. Instead, let this book of the law not depart out of your mouth. So you speak the spiritual reality. Then they said, apart from that, meditate or think on the what? Spiritual reality. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? How long in a day should you think about it? All day. That's what day and night mean. Day and night is the AM, PM that we know. That's what they mean. It simply means all day, every day. Think about the spiritual reality. Think about it. Think about it. So, my account balance is zero, but I'm seen in scripture where they said I am blessed and I'm rich. They said instead of focusing on my account balance and talking about how empty my account balance is and talking about how there's no money in this country, instead of that, I talk about how God says I'm blessed and I think, I put my mind on that spiritual reality. That's all I do. See what they said again now. It says that uh, you may say that in there and I, that thou mayest observe to do according to what all that is written therein. Hmm. Now look at that sentence. It says, when you meditate or put your mind on your spiritual reality, it said you will observe to do. There's an application part of that word. Once you start thinking about scriptures, focus, focusing on scriptures on your spiritual reality, they say one of the things that will happen is that there will be an inspiration to act. There will be an action that you must take that is based on this spiritual reality, that is based on this spiritual truth. There will be an action you must take. You, the only way you will not know. They said, said, they said you observe to do all. How many things they say you should do? Now, but let me tell you now. There's no way. You can know all that you're supposed to do in the Bible at every point in time, naturally speaking. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? The Bible is too loaded. There's no way you're going to know all. In fact, it takes you many, many, many years to grow spiritually. However, when you are in a dilemma, you're in a case, you're in a situation, as you meditate, the wisdom, the instruction for that particular case will come to you. But you see, you have to be focusing on the word. What happens to many people is that they are not following the order that God said. So you are, you are, you are broke, for instance, or you are, you are single, you want to get married, or it can be anything. And there are two realities. I'm getting old. 
scripture says, none shall lack their mate. And that he that finds a wife finds a good. All those great things about marriage. But I'm getting old and single. Most people focus here while they're expecting he this one. That's not what they said. They said you have to focus here. You have to speak about here. You are not speaking about and focusing on your age. You are not speaking and focusing that man has come. You are not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are not following those kind of pages. You are not, you are not, you are not focusing and speaking about how there's no money in Nigeria. Praise God. Yeah, yeah, you see, you're not, you're not, you see, you, you, you can't break the order. The word of God works all the time. It's just people don't follow the order that is said. And I'm, I'm sharing this today because this is the beginning of the, like the beginning of the year. We, this year must, must, must be great for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? This year just has to be great for you. That's why I'm trying to lay this foundation. Two realities. What's this one? Ah, you remember I didn't follow what I'm saying, no? It's too early in the year to be sleeping. What's this one? What's this one? Great. Let's do it again. What's this one? What's this one? Great. Which one am I supposed to focus on? This one? This one? Which one am I supposed to be talking about? This one? This one? Great. That's, that's the order. Let's go back to the beginning again. This book of the law shall not depart out of what? My mouth. So no matter what people are saying, I must insist on saying what the Bible says about me. I must insist. I must insist. People are saying you, are, you can't approach God, you are a dirty child, you are a dirty sinner, and all that. Is that what the Bible says about you as a Christian? If that's not the Bible, then you have to stay on what the Bible says. That you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You, ha- you have to stay on what the word says. You have to, that must be what you two are saying and that must be what you are thinking. You are consistently meditating. Meditating means you are thinking continuously. You are thinking continuously. Night and day. Simply meaning all day. That becomes what governs your thoughts. You are not thinking. See, there is poverty in Nigeria. Let's agree. Do we understand that? But there's prosperity in Nigeria. Now, I know you want to go to Canada. There is poverty in Canada. And there's prosperity in Canada. Let's let's, listen to this. So, the issue is about what you are focusing on. I'm not telling you there's no poverty in Nigeria. There is. I see it every day. But for you, I'm talking about for you. The Bible is saying, don't put your focus on on, on the things that are not working, on the scarcity, on the lack. Now, your own might not be financial. It might be your health. All right? You're you're, you're looking at the symptoms against um, um, the scriptures. The Bible says, by his stripes, you are healed. You are not going to be healed. You are healed. I mean, Jesus, they didn't have to flog Jesus. He would have, there are many other ways he would have died. We had to die the way he died to cover the aspect of your health. So you, 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 can't, you can't be, you know, focusing on the symptoms. Focus, you, are, you are reading the doctor's report. Back, if I even go online to check about that diagnosis very well. To check about the sickness, how young people die with it. Hey. <laughs> hey. Is somebody get what I'm saying? There's a downside to that research. Because it doesn't make sense to go and research that sickness if you have not researched scripture. Research scripture first. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> Because your mind is the battlefield. 
That's what God is trying to do. God wants to win the battle in your mind first. I remember the time I wrote an exam that I didn't read to, to, to write the exam. Don't try that at home, okay? But I went to write the exam. God has spoken to me that I will get admission. So I didn't, and I was already a pastor. I was busy doing ministry, preaching about, so I didn't have time to read. You know, so I just went for the exam. So um, English, I knew English. So English was the only one that I read the question before answering. Because English is simple. A for apple, B for ball. It's English now. You can't, uh, what's the opposite of this word? What's the, what do you call that thing? Similar in meaning? Or, I mean, I mean, it's English. Okay, well, for some of you, I know English might be hard, but for some of us that went to proper schools, went to proper education. I lie, my school was school five. You know school five? If your school has number or grammar, something grammars. If all the, <laughs> that's how I know you went to a poor school. <laughs> okay, well, so, but you know, so apart from the English, the rest, I didn't even bother to open question paper. I didn't read. What can opening that question paper do for me? Why are you deceiving yourself? It will discourage you. When you open the question paper, question one, you're saying this, they thought, did I know I didn't know it. You know what I did throughout? I used my mind throughout and focused on what scripture said. That's what I did. I, there's no use. No use. I'm going to get discouraged. Because at every point in time, the state of your mind matters. If your mind is trained to see opportunities in Nigeria, you will see it. If your mind is trained to see problems in Nigeria, you will see it. Oh, I don't know if I can know what I'm saying. You will see it. You will see it. Oh, man. So, so, let's go back to our Joshua one, guys. Go back, go back. DJ, let's be fast. What's happening? Give my Joshua one. He said, so, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein what? That thou mayest what? Observe to do all that is written therein. You're not going to do all at once, okay? They are saying, whatever if not, um, action steps comes out of your meditating on the word. Whatever action, this is what happens. Uh, let's say, let's say um, um, my situation is financial, okay? My situation is financial. So, I, I, I'm looking, um, this is natural reality. Do you remember that? Natural reality, I am broke. I'm broke. My rent is due. Um, I, need, I need money urgently. Natural reality. Now, the Bible says don't focus on this. It's real, but don't focus on that. Instead, focus on this. Where God says, the Lord shall supply all your need. According to his riches in glory and all that great scriptures. Say, while you are thinking on those ones, they said you will observe. Something is going to happen. You are going to see an action step that you ought to take as regarding this one. It can be anything, but you are going to see an action step. An inspiration will come. Call this person. Start this thing. Go this place. An inspiration will come based on your focus on that promise. Okay? So that's what they mean. You are not going to do the whole Bible in, to get this result. They are saying, you are going to see something you should do. Now, see what they said. Believe you see that thing you should do, and you do it. They says, for, um, for what? Then. Come on, say for then. For then, when you have done it, say, thou shalt make what? Thy way what? Prosperous. And then thou shalt have what? Good success. It can be in any field. It can be in your career. It can be maritally. I've told you before, whenever you see prosperity or prosperous or things like in scripture, God is never talking about money alone. Because a lot of people, a lot of people's problem is not even money. God is talking about progress, relevant progress. So they are saying, if you, if you 
change what you say, change what you look at, and begin to act on these things that come out of the word of God. Say, then you will make your way prosperous. And you will have what? Good success. Because it's not all success that is good. They're saying you will have the good one. Hallelujah. Hmm. Okay. Matthew chapter 14. So it's possible to have a gun. I've explained this before. It's possible to be armed and not be dangerous. If you are a born again Christian, you are already armed. The whole Bible is a book of arsenal. It's, I, mean, I mean, things that would deal with sickness is inside that book. Things that will deal with poverty is inside that book. Things that will deal with confusion is inside that book. Things that will deal with low self-esteem is inside that book. So, the Bible is loaded with bullets, but you might never be able to use it if you are not skillful at it. Hope you know it's not everybody that has a gun that can use it. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. You know it's possible. Let me explain something to you. Look at, look up, guys. It's possible to have a gun, just like we have a mopo outside, or even anywhere you are. You might have a gun. When you have a gun with you, some people ordinarily will obey you without even knowing if you know how to use the gun. Just because they are seeing you holding a gun, they will respect you. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there are some other kind of people that will try to prove if you know your authority or know what the gun can do. It always happens. So, they would, they, maybe you tell them to move or you give command, they don't obey. At that point, if you notice all of you that have been robbed before, or you have seen them robbed before, or at least you have watched your movie, and sometimes Amrabas come, they first pray. Do you understand? That's a different level of respect. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because when they say, everybody knee down, some people go say, look, when they bring out gun, some people even they far away, they don't talk to, then go knee down. They're not even in the place, but the gun they are hearing. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. I remember, I remember if we were alive when um, Ikeja Cantonment, there was bombing Ikeja Cantonment. The thing was sounding all through Lagos. I, we, then we we're, we're having a service in a mood of him. Well, we're, boom. Ah, everybody just goes, okay, let's go. Boom, boom. Ah, we say, share the grace. <laughs> eh? We, did, we didn't know what was happening and where it was happening yet. But the statue, it was vibrating in first act. Do you understand? And it was the catcher. But we didn't know then. We didn't hear vibration. Everybody go to your father's house because your parents will look for you now. That's gone. It's different. So the gun was always there. The people around there probably respected who had the gun. But when the gun started going off, people that they were never even talking to began to respect. So it's one thing to have the gun showing. Some people will fear you. Some people will not fear you until they see what the gun can do. You shoot, bah, bah, bah. They say, oh boy, this thing is working. They'll fly down. Then there's a third category that you need to shoot them. Say, sit down. You can't know you are. Say, sit down. Give him one for leg. He will go down. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That's how the Bible is. Now, listen. There are many Christians that carry, all of us carry the Bible. If you're not getting results, it's either you don't yet know what you have. Some challenges in your life, they know you have the Bible, but they are trying to prove if you know what to do with the Bible. They want to test you. They say, are you going to apply this thing? Or are you going to be looking? Are you going to apply your authority? Because of you, you are in business. You just think that the devil will just release your customers, release your money just because you're a child of God. No. Sometimes you're going to have to go and pray and command him to take his hands off and command those, that money to be released and command those things to be released. Somebody get what I'm saying? Because God has given you the authority. God is not going to shoot the gun for you. 
Many Christians, they, they always fuck, they mix it up. God has given you authority. He's not going to show. There's nowhere in scripture that they say God is going to bind Satan. He's not going to do it. He has already done it. He said, you take authority now. Whatever you bind shall be bound. I'm not going to bind Satan anymore. Me and Satan have no business anymore. From now on, if Satan is annoying you, you deal with him. I've given you the authority to deal with him. Can you imagine if a policeman here is calling the president? I say, I told one car to stop. They didn't stop. I said, are you joking? You are armed. And you have the uniform. You have the authority to stop that guy. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, sometimes, what happens to us is that we are armed, but we are seeing the challenge, and we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are focusing on the wrong thing. We are not using what we have. We are, we are breaking the principles of change. I will show you somebody like that today. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew 14. I'm not remember the story I shared some. I've always shared this, you know, of, of, of that um, TV um, reality um, thing I was watching. I always watch those crime channels a lot. Where there was a serial killer going about killing people. He was going to different people's houses to kill them. And one day, he entered one guy's house. And somehow the guy was able to overpower this serial killer. You know what serial killer is now? So, the guy in the house was able to overpower the serial killer and took the serial killer's gun. From my mind, I thought, it's over. This guy who protect his family and deal with the serial killer. Do you know what this joker did? After he collected the gun from serial killer, either you shoot the serial killer or you tell him, knee down, hands up, and wait for police to come. This guy collected the gun from serial killer, put the gun in his left hand, and began to punch the serial killer. This is what many Christians do every day. You hold your Bible in one hand, and you're discussing with Satan. You don't discuss with him. You don't discuss with him. You hold your Bible in one hand, and you're complaining and murmuring. You're saying Nigeria is your... From the day you are blaming Nigeria for where you are, you've already chosen who controls your life. I told you Nigeria is your problem. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Oh, glory to God. That's what that guy did. The guy put the gun in his left hand. I cannot believe it. Real life is not story. It's real. But the guy never began to punch. You, you. <laughs> I can't believe it. What a shock. <laughs> the serial killer collected the gun back. Collected the gun back. Ran into his house. Into the guy's house and shot his family. Real story. His family died because he couldn't use the gun. That's the story of many Christians. You are armed. This whole Bible you have, it can change any situation. You, but you, must, you, must, you must follow the rules. Don't speak rubbish. Don't think rubbish. Don't do rubbish. If you can control what you're saying, control what you're focusing on looking at, control what you're doing, you will get results. All the time. All the time you will get results. All the time. You will make your way prosperous. And you will have what? Good success. All the time. If, so what we are going to pray for for today is for you to have that wisdom to know when and how to apply the word. That's all. Because you can be armed and not be able to shoot. You must know when to shoot. You must know when to show the gun. That's enough. Some other times, they say, this one I don't matter show gun. Bring the gun out. Shoot some bullets in the air. Some other time, they'll tell you, tag 
get the person. Pursue him. He has run, but follow him. Let him know that you are not coming back here ever. But you see, if, if you don't have that wisdom, you can be armed and still lose the battle. Let's go to Matthew 14, like we we're saying. So that's our prayer point for today, that God will give us that wisdom throughout this year to be able to apply, apply the things we are learning. We were so loaded with the world throughout getting momentum. Mm, it doesn't stop there. You must apply the things. That's where the resource comes from. Hallelujah. You have been fired up and charged up and you have gained momentum. You must know how to now apply so that the results will be coming. Hallelujah. All right. Um, um, verse, give me from verse 22. It says, so and straightway Jesus constrained the disciples to get into the sheep and to go before him or to the other side while he sent the multitude away. Come on. He said, and when he sent the multitude away, he went into the mountain part to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Go on. But the sheep was now in the midst of the sea, tossed and waves, for the wind was contrary. Go on. He said, but in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. So he was in the boat, a storm and everything was happening. He said, let me leave this boat issue. He just started walking on water to them. Now he's Jesus. Every once in a while, he'll get tired of this natural way of doing things. You know, <laughs> because the rule was that I was supposed to come here and I'd do everything naturally. But every once in a while, he'll say, man, I'm the almighty. Why must I follow this woman beside enter traffic? Why must I? He just came down, entered mainland, I just entered the water and crossed into Ikorodu. He had no time. So <laughs> this, this was one of those days he was just tired of, you know, <laughs> doing the normal thing, waiting for the storm, you know. And you, see, and you see, at different times, he did different things. There was a time this storm was doing this kind of thing, he rebuked the storm. But today, do you have power for the storm? He said, my brother, storm, if you like, be storming. Me, I'm going to the disciples. He just came down, carried his slippers, and just crossed. You know, he was tired. You remember, they just had a major crusade before. Um, he, he, he sent disciples ahead of him. He was the one um, that closed the meeting. Disciples went ahead to pray the next service. So he, he closed the meeting. He was tired. He didn't have time. Man. He did, no time. He was not in the mood. He just came down. He was strolling in the water. If it was home video, there would be a great song they can be playing at that time. I know those days when home video start that they didn't have a love script. That in work. Then go show the whole work. Home video. So that the film go enter part one, part two, part three. <laughs> Some of you, you are, old, you are young, you don't know. When we, we suffered in the hand of home video when we were young. They didn't have script that time. So that's and that film people enter part one, part two, part three. That's how they make their money. So this work oh, they talk so you go, they go show the full work, they go play different soundtrack, you go three albums, go finish. I never walk. <laughs> so, let's continue. I've used this for So, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, ah, they were troubled, saying it's a spirit, and they cried out out of fear. Next verse. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not what? Afraid. Say, relax, guys, it's me. See the next verse. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me what? To come unto thee on the water. Tell me to come. Next verse. And he said, what? Come. Jesus told him, come. He says, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to what? Jesus. Next verse. But when he what? Saw the wind boisterous. He was what? Afraid. And he began to sink. And he what? Cried. Saying, Lord, save me. Stop there. Stop there and just hold it there. 
So, he was first challenged in faith. Saw Jesus walking on water. He had the audacity and the boldness to tell Jesus that if it's truly you, tell me to come on water. What an audacious faith, audacious request. I love you started the year like that. Dreaming of big things you want to do. You wrote your goals. You wrote your dreams. You prayed the big prayer that this year, this is what you want. This year, this is what you want. All of us start like this. Audacious dreams. I want to do so and so and so. I want to shoot my own movie. I want to start my own company. I want to start my own business. I want to, I want to advance in my own career. I want to do this. I want to do that. Great! And the moment you set that request, God's answer is always yes to your dreams. Say his word is yea and amen. It's always yes. God has no no in his package. God, I want to have a big house. God will never say no. Why? You're a stubborn boy. Why do you need a big house? Don't you know how much land is costing now? God will never say that. God will never say that. It's men. You see, you must be careful about religion. Religion, religion resembles Christianity a lot. So most of people mix it together. They are not the same. Christianity is not a religion. Religion will tell you, no, don't ask for big things. Religion will tell you, no, prosperity is not good. You don't preach prosperity. What's the alternative? What's the alternative to preaching prosperity? You see, if you don't think about it like that, you, you, you initially, when you listen to the person say, why are you preaching prosperity? Preach? You do that, you say, making sense. Ask him, what's the alternative? There's no alternative. And apart from whether you're preaching or not preaching, what is the master's will? What is God's will? Have you ever seen anybody God walked with and God was teaching the person, talking to the person about poverty? Even Job that lost all he had, they returned everything double. What else? Wait, 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 God himself is a God of abundance. So he, if you want to be poor, he's fine, but that's not necessarily his will. That's not what he's, he's not trying to make his children poor. If somebody get what I'm saying? You must see poverty for what it is. Poverty is evil. Don't, don't, don't get anybody deceive you. Poverty is evil. And when you see Jesus, whenever he introduced himself, he said, the spirit of God is upon me. He has sent me to preach the gospel to the poor. I don't want you to be poor. Poverty is bad. When you are poor, I was telling, <laughs> I forgot what I was preaching, on the mainland. Yes, I was telling, see, when you are poor, you can't even correct your children. <laughs> Guys that do 419, girls that do runs, their parents eat out of that money. And the parents don't have the audacity to tell them this thing is bad. Because the parents will live in one room. The girl went to start hustling with her body. Now she's bringing food, bringing generator, bringing AC. You now want to correct her. That this lifestyle. When you are, the chicken is in your mouth. That the lifestyle brought. Many 419 people and runs, guess their parents know what they are doing. They can't talk. They can't. Now, if those parents were, was Bill Gates, can you, what was 419 money? You say, my friend, leave this place. Get out of here. With your trash money. When hunger is catching you, you can't say that. Poverty is bad. If somebody gets what I'm saying? Can't correct people with poverty. Yeah, your voice will be low. <laughs> because your parents will be there. So you, you know all these things. Your children will tell you, so you know all these things. Now we poor like this. You know all these morals. <laughs> because that's human being. Human being say, physician, heal, heal thyself. They even told Jesus. That's how women are. That nature. One of them say, well, "My brother, calm down." Say this is not the way to behave. Say, you know how to behave now. We hunger the killers. Now you know the best school fees. <laughs> so let's get that mentality off. 
there's no time you have made a request that God say, hey, calm down, reduce your request a bit. Let's see how we can squeeze it in. Mm. And if I can tell what I'm saying. This thing Peter asked for was not a spiritual request. He wanted to walk on water. There's no big picture. There's no spiritual uh, significance to it. He just wanted to walk on water, flexing. The only purpose was for flexing. I want to walk on water. Why? Why? How does it benefit you? <laughs> Nothing. And you see, Jesus didn't even ask him what's the motive. What was Jesus' answer? Come, straight. I want to walk on water. Hey, come. Come. Because I was tired of the traffic. I just said, okay, walk on water. Come. Let's stroll on water. No reason. The others did not ask. He's the only one that asked. Come. He's come. God never. It's men that always tell you what you can ask for, what you can ask for. God is ready. He's looking for who to bless. Looking for who to bless. Hallelujah. If you can dream it, we can do it together. If you can dream it, come on, let's do it. Hallelujah. It's just that you must be ready to follow through. Many people, when, when they ask, they are not able to follow through. Because every, as the bigger the thing you're asking, the bigger the commitment you take to follow through. I get what I'm saying. I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> are you ready to walk? Or you think I'm going to be throwing cash? You see, that's what some people are thinking. Want to be a billionaire? Can you save? Can you discipline yourself? When you're eating chicken, 13 chicken, can you eat half? You see, that's the problem. So people are asking for they, they can't pay the price. They can't pay the price for what they're asking. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So it's never from God's end, it's people. It's how to be a kingdom financier. Have you redeemed your pledge? Of 100,000? No. Give me money first. <laughs> when you give me plenty, and I'll, I'll now be out of it. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. And if you get what I'm saying, doesn't work like that. So many people would have the dream, they can't pay the price. God, God, will, God will give you the, the steps to it. Sometimes the steps will be hard. See the kind of test he gave Abraham. Say, bring Isaac. To occupy that office, to be the father of faith. To be the father of Israel. He can't be anybody. You must be somebody that he can, he can depend on 100%. Say, bring your son, your only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest. Many of us won't qualify. I have only one son. So I should bring my son. I said, thank you, Lord. Choose Mr. Yomi. Let him be Father Abraham. I'm okay here. Many people won't qualify. Hallelujah. They won't. Let's go. Let's go. Did you bring my scripture back? He said, so he said, if it's be you, tell me to come. He said, but he told him, come. Uh, so look at this. He said, so, but when he saw the wind, what? Boisterous. So, Remember what we said earlier on. What should you be meditating on? Spiritual reality. That's what we said. What was Peter meditating on? He saw the wind. Boisterous. He focused on the wind. Boisterous means it was blowing. Physical reality. But you were with the person that created the wind. You are with him. The last time he was with you, he stopped the wind. He said, peace be still. Now, he didn't even have time to stop the wind. He said, let's walk on top of the wind. You see, that's what I'm saying. When there's spiritual reality, everything might not look okay. Now, God should just be going. It will work. Don't worry. They are saying it won't work, but me, I say go. It will work. 
That's what happened to Peter here. He, was, he, was, he removed his eyes from Jesus and put his eyes on the wind. And the moment he looked at the wind, he was boisterous. What's the next thing that happened? He was afraid. That's what I was trying to explain to you earlier on. There are always two realities. There's Nigerian government uh, economic um, reality. It's here. If that's what you look at, I'm telling you for free, you'll be afraid. Free. You'll be afraid. You will go to Canada. <laughs> you are looking at this one. Toronto, you did so. You are in Toronto already. If you look at this one. And if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with Canada. But the only sad thing is that, you see, you, you, you can't just let circumstances lead you. No time to go into that today. So, if you look at this, you'll be afraid. If you look at your age, you'll be afraid. If you, if you look at your post, your account statement, you'll be afraid. So, what are you looking at? That's why I told you at the beginning, there are two realities. You must consciously remove your eyes from that natural reality and look at what the spiritual reality is saying. Because this natural one is subject to change. Things that are seen are subject to change. Things that are not seen are eternal. They don't change. Hallelujah. He was afraid. And what's the next thing that happened? He began to sing. See, eh? your, your emotional and mental state matters. If you are afraid, you begin to sink. But if you are not afraid, you will stay afloat. So, it's not the water determining whether you are sinking or not. It's your heart. It's not the water. The water carried Peter. The moment he was afraid, he began to sink. Hallelujah. That's what this year is about, guys. You must, you must be a doer of the word. You must make a commitment this year to be what? A doer of the word. You must be a doer of the word. So something as small as removing your eyes from the wind. Hallelujah. Some, some people have been sharing their testimonies already about the seeds they sowed. They've, they've sowed. <laughs> somebody, somebody was telling me about his friend. That his friend earns 100k. And that when they asked people that want to sow in the millions to come out, that he wanted to go out. That he even stood up. But when he, when he remembered what he was earning, 100K, that he sat down back. You know, I just laugh because that is how many people miss when God is about to move them to take steps. Listen, some of you, the, where you are now, God will need to stretch you. So he will tell you, take a step. You might not know how. You see, just like Peter said, walk on water. It doesn't make sense. Who walks on water? Nobody walks on water. But he was going to walk on water that day. Because he had an instruction from God to walk on water. You can't go now today and just go and walk on water. No. But Peter had the word from God that says, come. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. If he never stepped out, he would have never experienced walking on water. See, today, he would have said, oh, I fall, I fall, I fall, I fall. He would have never experienced it. And there are, many people, there are many people like that. On that person today was telling me her own story. That she and her sister were in church too. And, and, and when the call was made, she stood up for the million one. He said, her sister said, she almost stood up too. But fear, you see, that's what Satan always uses. Once you think the wrong thoughts, fear will come. Once fear comes, fear will cripple you. The sister said, she was afraid. Now, this person that now went forward, 
She said she went, she had already redeemed her seat today. So she was talking to me later today. She said she didn't even have a child's school fees at the time. But she said 30 minutes after she sent in her seat, 30 minutes after, somebody sent her 500,000 naira. 30 minutes after. See, sometimes eh, some blessings are lined up, is waiting for your obedience. But you, you're afraid. So it, it's never unlocked. You want to be safe. It's never unlocked. She said her sister is still regretting that she has cheated herself. She has cheated herself. See, when we come together in a service, it, re- it helps to re- release an anointing that helps you, that, that stirs up your faith for you to do something you might never do normally. And trust me, once you take action of faith, it will produce results. But when you stay in fear, you will sink. That's all that happens. You will sink. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Every obedience brings results. Every disobedience also has consequences. I can imagine the day they told those people in that wedding of Cana when Jesus told them, Take the, <laughs> fill, fill the pots with water. They say, sir, it's the wine we are looking for. He said, fill the pot with water. They say, okay, no problem. He said, we fill it, we fill it. What next, sir? He said, carry one cup. Now you fill the water from tap. They say, carry one cup and go and give the chairman on the high table. You see, if it's another person they told to come and carry it, he doesn't know what's inside the You, you are the one that feed it from tap. Now tap water. They say, carry it with the glass. Go and give the chairman. If it's many of us, that miracle of water turned to wine would never happen. Because we say, this is now water now. Now water. Thank God those guys were crazy enough to believe God. Took the water. And nobody knows at what point it changed. And if you know anything about water and wine, it can't be a mistake. Their components and composition is not even similar at all. Carried it. I can imagine how stupid he was feeling. If he ever reasoned, he would have stopped somewhere and went gone back. If he ever looked at the physical reality, he would stop and go back. Went there and gave the guy. The guy said, the chairman said, what's, 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 <laughs> he said, why? You will give him a run. <laughs> so I went, they want to beat somebody. <laughs> it's not you, they will beat. Serve them. The wine. You see, I love the miracles that Jesus needed to do. He needed some crazy people. He needed some crazy people. Say, so step out. Step out. But you must follow through. Many people step out. They don't follow through. So it now looks like God is bad. It looks like God is a liar. As a pastor, I, I know this for free because I've done this for 20 something years. Many people start the year with us on a high. Somewhere along the line, they break fellowship. They break connection. So they take wrong action. You now wonder, ah, but Jesus told them to come. Why did they still sink? If they didn't give us the expo of what happened on that water night, you look like, ah, ah, Jesus killed that boy. Hey, these Christians, they are all foolish. How do you walk on water? You get life jacket. Why you go enter water? Why you no stay ship? That's how, that's how you look. But thank God they gave us the expo. The guy was actually walking on water until he removed his eyes. So this year, don't remove your eyes. From, from God and from his word and from everything you've received, don't remove your eyes. 
you must continue with God throughout. Sometimes you look rough, but you stay focused. That's how to get results. Oh. Somebody get what I'm saying? This year will be sweet for you. But you must follow spiritual order. I have to round up now. You must follow spiritual order. You must follow to the end. You must follow to the end. Peter, Peter didn't follow to the end. He started, began to walk on water. He lost fellow. You, you've started a business. See, starting the business, and that's the interesting thing. You want to leave your natural, your, your paid job to business. You will need God all the way. Not just the first step. What happens to people is that they take the first step, resign by faith. Then after that first step, they fall back to their natural way of thinking throughout the remaining. So they sink. And people say, hey, you see now God tell them, all these Christians are not that. They are not practical at all. Christianity has never been practical. Never been. What, what happens that many people don't follow through. So they make us look bad. If they didn't tell us the story now, we would have seen Peter drown. And they say, now Jesus kill him. Now church, Christians, Christians are not practical. That's not true. He didn't follow through. He didn't follow through. He started well, removed his eyes from the person that told him to come. You want to leave your natural job. You want to leave sleeping around. You want to leave... Uh, you want to now live well for God. You will do it well. You have now driven those Aristo boys you are sleeping with. You will still keep your eyes on Jesus to connect you with his child that he wants you to marry. Do you see the problem? Because now you have jitted all your wrongs, guys. That sleep with you for money. If you don't continue hearing God to know how you'll be getting money, you'll be broke. You'll be a broke ex wrongs girl. That's all that's going to happen. Because that's what happened to many people. I've given my life to Jesus. No more wrongs. Great. Great. Keep your eyes on Jesus so that he will direct you now how you're making money to survive. You have not left the wrongs. You step out. You remove your eyes from Jesus. And now you're looking at your makeup and your image in the mirror. No money. Before you know it, one of those ex will send you a chat. I'm just checking on you. How are you? You say, I'm dead here. Hunger, don't kill your sister. <laughs> Hunger, they kill your sister. And they'll tell you, come over for the weekend. And you'll get back into the lifestyle. As you are jilting them and ending it, say you want to end that run's life with last year, block all their number, but now connect with God. You will not miss service. You will get people to be teaching you the Bible. You will pray regularly. You will study the word. Because now you need another new life of sustenance. You need sustenance. Many people go halfway. Go halfway. You have stopped for one night. Yes, great. How will you survive? You must get into the word. Hallelujah. Get into the word. Or else, you will sink like Peter. And they say it's Christ Jesus that, that drowned you. Hallelujah. Let me try and round up. So, as you, let, let's finish the story. So, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying what? Lord, save me. He should never have removed his eyes at all. The wind was always there. The wind is scary. See, this wind will scare anybody. Anybody. If me, the pastor, if I remove my eyes from God, all of us in Toronto will go there. <laughs> this wind will scare anybody. 
Now, serious wind. He said they were in the, on the sea. You know what is sea be? You shall be swim. Africans don't swim now. Sea. Wind. Even boat. If I did boat, if it is shake. Because all of us can't swim, plus the lifeguard, you know, Sabi swim. <laughs> now, employment, you know, Sabi swim. If real problem come now, even him, he go drown. <laughs> now, Africans, do we swim? <laughs> hey, the wind, make everyone afraid. <laughs> yes, you need to understand this. You need to understand this. It says, next verse. And immediately, immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and what? Caught him. And said unto him, O thou of little faith. Jesus didn't talk about the wind. He didn't say, oh, this wind was tough today. He said, there's no issue with the wind. Hallelujah. No issue with Nigeria. See, eh? If Nigeria refuses to prosper, eh? God will send dollars from abroad to prosper you. That's you and him that have agreement. Not you and Nigeria. If Nigeria keep dragging his leg and you and God have a covenant to make you a billionaire, he will find other sources. That's, that, that, that's, that's what he does. He said, he, 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 he caught him. He stretched forth his hand and caught him and said, Oh, thou of little faith, wherefore, that means why didst thou doubt? Why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? Why did you start and along the line, you got panicked by the things you were hearing and by the things you were seeing. This year, stay with. We know we started with God on a high throughout last week. Abi, you are going to stay on that high. That means get the messages from getting momentum. Hear them back to back. You know that time all of us here together were shouting. Now you go and hear it in quietness, so that the particular instructions that are your own will be highlighted by the Holy Spirit to you. And if you get what I'm saying. Because that one, they gave, it was their general word, everybody's own. When you go and buy the message, or hear the, the message, and listen to it, you will not be, be highlighting the one that concerns you particularly. So that throughout the year, you won't start like Peter that started well, and began to look at physical reality, and began to say, no, you will continue on that high. And some, some times of the year, it might look dry, it might look like it wants to be tough. Mm-mm, don't, don't let that put, make you afraid. Don't doubt you stay on that high. Hallelujah. Till the results come. Oh, ye of little faith. Why did you doubt? Peter, why did you doubt? You were, you were doing this thing already. Hallelujah. And, 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 and as a pastor, like I said, I, I, I've seen that too many times. People that start well, you know, at the beginning of the year like this. And are not able to sustain. Make up your mind. There are certain things you should make up your mind about. Like I said, number one, staying connected with God. Staying connected. Number two, be regular in church. Because it becomes your, your, your sustainer spiritually. So you, 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 don't, you don't miss services. Whether midweek like this or Sunday or any special program, you be regular in church. Then, then have your own personal prayer life. Your personal study life. You can't wait for service days alone to eat. So you must have a plan to, 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 to read the Bible. You must have a plan to listen to messages. To keep your faith up. To keep your faith up. Hallelujah. You must, you must, you must make a comment to, to look out for those instructions that come from the word. And do them. That's where your prosperity and, and success lies. You must do them. Thinking about prayer is not prayer. 
Valuing prayer is not prayer. You will never see the benefit of prayer until you pray. It's just that simple. Hallelujah. Just that simple. So knowing the power of prayer is not enough. You must pray. You must use your own authority. And, and, and listen, listen. I have to end with this one. Listen. There is no way. Listen, guys. Listen. There is no way you are going to grow in this thing we are talking about except by use. Except by practice. You know they say you will do all that is written therein. You can't even know all except you start. And if you get what I'm saying. You, you, you have to start. I'll read one last scripture. Hebrews 5. Verse 13. It's by use. By practice. We become experts at these spiritual things by practice. Do you know? Do you know? There are some things I, I, I overcome easily because I've done it over and over and over again. I get the results over and over and over again. Hallelujah. I've learned. When it comes to things like finances, for instance, I've learned not to look at any physical source. I don't look at any physical source. What it means is that I don't say, oh, oh, uh, uh, Minister Yeomi is here. He is a good person. He's the one God. Mm -mm -mm. Me and him don't have business. I've learned over the years that God is free to use any channel. So there's some things you, but as you begin to do them on a smaller level, you understand them better. You do them on a bigger level. You, it keeps working. Hebrews 5, verse 13. Look at this. For everyone that useth milk is what? Unskillful in the word of righteousness. Are, that means you might have the gun and not be able to use it. You might be unskillful. If you, if you, if you have a Bible, you, are, you already have the, 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 the gun. But you might be unskillful. You might be unskillful. Might be unskillful. My brother is a, is a military man. He's a major general. So he told us one time that, oh, that there was a, a robbery one time. That one, there was an army officer there. I shot all the three or four arm robbers. And I said, how did they, they, they two had gone? He said, they are not trained. Arm robber, did they go to training school? They are just a point gun. I said, well, a trained military officer. He knows where to stay. He knows how to move. He knows how to aim. He has gone to train. He has trained. But those are they don't they don't give them gone. They, they hold it anyhow they like. There's a way to hold it. There's a way to put your leg. Most people don't know that. He said the guy sat down, laid down somewhere, pick all of them. Four. Clear them neat. No dragon. No, no stain. Because then they would, they would just go, he's there. They would do. Hey, g -g 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 -g. If an amateur wants to shoot somebody here, he knows that it's, the time I used to position myself well is more important than just spraying the gun. Because you can stay here and spray the gun and no one bullet move towards the person. Because bullets don't go where you shoot them. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. So, I went to gun range in Texas. Everybody before me, you know, all of us were, were many of us that went together. So, we were all shooting one by one. We love our office guys. Not, nobody was getting the mark. When it got to my turn, the, the official now whispered to me, said, don't aim where you want to shoot. Joe whispered to me that if you want to shoot the heart, aim the shoulder on so and so side. It will go to the heart. Now, he didn't tell the rest. The rest were just shooting. Just point. Now, I want to shoot. Wah! The bullet go here. Wah! It go here. The guy told me, don't, don't aim. Just aim a bit on this side to move. And when, by the time I shot, I was when I got the highest mark. The author was great. She said, no, somebody trained me. <laughs> somebody trained me. Now, that's more information I gave you now. You know, I'm, I don't know that one. Just point here. Many bullets. You are not kill the person. But a soldier will know, this guy won't shoot. Other times, both of you are pointing on, he will sit down. Push himself here. Put the gun well. Aim well. And one shot. Pah! They're not trained. So that's what happens to many Christians. You have the Bible, oh, 
But you don't be shooting. Satan. You say, not Satan. Satan. My village. It's not your village. You know, no. On <laughs> You on skip. Let my enemies fall and die. Say, no enemies are here. <laughs> you are the only enemy here. If they fall and die, you will die. Say, it's a wisdom problem right now. You need wisdom. It's not prayer. You need wisdom. I get what I'm saying. So he said, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful. They are unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is what? A babe. Still a baby. Still a baby. See next verse. It says, next verse, guys. Verse 14. It says, but what? Strong meat belongeth to them that are what? Full of age. Full of age. Full of age. Hmm. He said, even those who by what? Reason of what? Use. Because they have been doing this in a while. By reason of use, they have what? Their senses exercised to discern what? Both good have. They're able to discern how to use the word. Because of use. So the earlier you start, the better. This thing gets better with practice. Same thing with shooting a gun. It gets better with what? Practice. Start by reason of use. Hallelujah. We're going to take one minute to pray. Can we rise to our feet? Keyboardists, get on the keyboard. Thank you, Jesus. This year, I want to produce results. I want to walk in wisdom. I want to walk in wisdom. As you start to grow, there are things you learn. I told you on Sunday that um, when they're doing um, programs like that, three days, four days, whatever. The day you are telling yourself- we know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.